and welcome to Change Making Women um, and on tonight's show we're going to be interviewing Noella Msuya who is um, based in Tanzania like Ziada and who runs a project called CST and I think she's going to be able to tell us all about the project she runs and what, what she gets up to. Um, she's in Mbeya in the south, get this right, southeast right? Southeast of Tanzania. Um, so Noella, hi. Hi, Miriam. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good, thanks. So Noella and I also met when I um, worked for Ava Child Africa, and um, her project was another one of the partners that we worked with there. So, but maybe Noella, you can tell our listeners and also Ziada about a bit about CST and the work you do. CST Marian is a is an uh, an organization, a non-profit making organization, which it was founded by me myself, Noella. And, uh, it was founded in 2008, and it was also in And um, we have been working uh, to ensure we are like the 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 main uh, activity of CST is making sure inclusive education is in practice. So. We have an inclusive early childhood assessment, learning, and development center, which we started. Uh, I started it in uh, 2009, and I started from home. And then later on, Able um, Child Africa came in. You were the lecturer that time. Was when we shifted from home, and then we went and rent uh, in one building. We started with 13 children, and now we have uh, more than 175 children we are working with. So we are implementing inclusive education in early childhood. Maria, when you mentioned about uh, CST, I was like, CS what? I, I did not know ab about um, this organization whatsoever. So are you based in, in Dar es Salaam? We are, we are based in Bea, Southern Highland part of uh, Tanzania. Yeah, it's near uh, Zambia and Malawi. So in Bear Town, Bear State Council, there is a place called uh, Block T. It's where our school is for now. But in future, the school will be in Iwambi because we are now uh, planning to, to, to build our own school. Where we are okay. now, we have rent the two buildings. So we are planning to build our own school. So it will be in Iwambi in the future. And, and so, Noella, it'd be interesting to hear about how you've overcome that challenge and what other challenges you've faced as well along the way. Um, the big challenges I faced, first of all, is a uh, um, negative attitude towards, uh, towards children with disabilities. And uh, it was not easy for me to, to get children to come to school because uh, most of the parents, they didn't. Uh, believe on like their children can progress in education so it was not easy for me to convince the parents like this child might do something in future we need the child we work on child's parents and everything 
that is one of the challenges. Uh, but also, there was, um, I, I remember when I was identifying my first children, uh, 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 13 children, I went to one of the houses and um, I had to ask parents to maybe go with me to the uh, community, uh, to the ward office so that I can commit myself on what I'm telling them. Because they were telling me like, we there's some organizations have passed they have taken picture of our children and we don't see what they are doing the challenge it was um funding because i started it at uh at home and and then i got um i got every child africa came into it and they started helping me so we there is a year we had so many children and then we we didn't get the following year so many children dropped out and uh, yeah but it was to us it was like a turning point which helped us to learn you know to see more what we can do next so that we don't stack again is when we started to think about also income generating activities yeah but also another another challenge another big challenge is um not having our own premises it's not easy for us to 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 accommodate uh, many children as much as we are getting them because uh, the buildings are small now and we can't get more children because we don't have anywhere to put them mm -hmm. so that is another challenge but also our uh, education system is another challenge because most of our children like children with disabilities with the intellectual impairment uh like for for me we know these children cannot proceed up to maybe university if we are we want them to know how to read and write and then they can pro proceed in another level so the the, the um the systems like mode of examinations doesn't allow children to proceed especially children with this with the intellectual impairment because in order to go to another level, another class, a child must know to read and how to read and write. So I have this my child with, with intellectual impairment, and this child is talented. Maybe he or she is good artist. If the the, the mode of 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 examination should have been maybe measuring this child by using her her or his good picture, and then this child proceed in another level and keep on being trained to become a good artist in future children with intellectual impairment they would have also proceed in a even in higher level of education mm. so also that is another challenge and also not being having like all examinations so children like children with dyslexia cannot go far because their reading and writing is struggling so uh, some of the children they are they are they are they are remaining in the same class for a long time because there's no way uh, there's no other mode which can be used to 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 test them or to examine them so that they can proceed in another level. If we would have been having in Tanzania like all examinations for children who we know these ones cannot read and write properly and but they can answer questions very well because there are some children who are very bright but they are dyslexic they can't write properly they would maybe proceed 
in another level of education. So those are some of the challenges I've been facing. And also to get, uh, another challenge was to get my children to uh, primary school because most of the primary schools, um, most of the teachers didn't have background of uh, teaching children with disabilities. So it was not easy to to get my children into primary school after they complete our in our school. Yeah, those are some okay. of the challenges we have been facing, and and also another another challenge. Yeah, I think those. I think also um, maybe having few teachers who have gone uh, through. Uh, special needs education is another challenge which even in my in our school we are like three of us but we have been doing indoor training uh, most of the time so we train teachers and yeah but in other okay. schools not easy now if you and if you get um, teachers who have been trained in special needs education all of them they are already employed with the government so it was not I couldn't get like special needs teachers to improve them directly now. Okay, so you had to train up other teachers. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Okay. Um, Sorry, go on, Z. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you mentioned some. Uh, you mentioned uh, a stigma around uh, children living with disabilities. Um, how is that stigma at the moment, in your opinion? Do you think it has? decreased or somehow it's still the same you still have to convince you know the parents that these kids have to go to school so it was not easy to convince them like i'm identifying these children and i'm going to do what i'm telling you i'm going to do these children will go to school when when we started uh i went door to door to look for children i was in the streets and uh, i identified 13 children who i started with but after we started parent support groups, the parent support groups, they are working hard to make sure that all the children they meet in their daily activities, they are coming to school. Yeah. But also, we have introduced the child-to-child -child approach. So some children also, when they identify children with disabilities in their home, they come and tell us. So we follow up and make sure children are coming. But now also CST is a bit known because um, we have some like talk shows in the radios whereby we're talking about inclusive education, we, we raise awareness about inclusive education. So some people, they come to us through uh, hearing about us from the radios. We have the project called Take All My Friends to School. It's a company where we are talking a lot about making sure a child with disability is taken to school. Take all my friends to school projects. We, we are doing with local primary schools, with government schools. We have trained children on ch children rights. Also, we have made them understand disability, like they understand how disability occurs. Yeah, when children they gain understanding, they 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 remove that fear about their friends with disabilities. You know. In Tanzania, we have local beliefs, and people believe so many things about disability. So it has been like going on in, uh, in generation and generation. So we are training children to understand disability so that we remove that 
negative thinking about disability. Children, they see a child with disability as their friends first. They see a friend instead of seeing disability. Also, children, they're empowered to know the rights of the children and their rights for their friends with disabilities. It's easy for children to identify a house which have a child with disability because they are they are praying with their friends and they know in one in, in some houses like in a community in this house there is a child who doesn't come out it's easy for them to identify and tell us and then we follow up and make sure the child is coming to school uh, for the meantime like the children we are working with them dialect at school the ones who are coming dialect every day to school they are children from Bear city council because um we don't have uh, transportation to get children from uh, more far from there. But also, we are since we are not doing uh, boarding school, we don't have children who are coming directly to CST from maybe another region. But we are working with other children from other districts and also other regions. Like, uh, I have children I'm working with in Dalesam, we are working with them. We are working with the one of the schools in Da, the Joseph International School whereby one of our children went there, but also we have trained teachers on, on how to teach an inclusive classroom. But also uh, for the children, like for the parents who have heard about us in maybe radio or something, they have our contacts. They contact us and we are working with uh, parents even from Mwanza. Um, like right now we have started, uh, we have started to chip in March in government schools and make sure we are we are training teachers we are we are working with government schools to make sure we get so many schools which implement inclusive education because not all the children can come to csp so but there are government schools all over tanzania like in every in every um ward there is schools and now education is free it's not even uh where it's not even the parents is supposed to pay to take a child in government school. So we, what we do, we, we, we work with government schools to make sure we are training teachers and we, are, we, we, we empower children. We start child rights clubs in government schools to make sure also children understand their rights. But also, uh, it's more, we are more depending on like donor fund in uh, projects to make sure we, we reach so many schools for now. So like with, with the, we had we had grant with the uh, Open Society Foundation whereby we sent uh, eight, eight schools up now and it continues and then we, we had with the uh, JS overseas uh, through Able Child Africa whereby we added more uh, six schools and then we have uh, we are going to start uh, grant with comic relief where we, we are going to have also eight schools so we are going to reach so many schools government schools which will be implementing inclusive education uh, with 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 the government schools what we do we we have master trainer master teachers trainers in uh, in, in each school three of them who who keep on training children uh, other teachers but also we go and do indoor trainings and if if I give you like the results from the other schools which we started with the four schools, already three children are already uh, registered in into those schools. They have already started to go to school in those schools. And then um, the the other four schools we started with this year. We at the end of the year we normally get uh, 
get the number of children who have been uh, registered to start in those schools because in our our education year starts from January to December. So we are going to see, but also we, we work with the teachers to check their attend, uh, attendance registers to make sure the children who are, who are registered, they remain in that. And also in each school, we have parents support making sure their children goes to school. They, they, they are registered and also they remain at schools. We are working with the parents in parent support group in each school. We are working with children in child rights clubs. And also we are working with teachers and also city council, um, like city education officers. So we have uh, we have the data which we are collecting every every quarter, every month to make sure children are attending schools. So we have those data every time. What what we do more is um, making sure these children they're happy at school. That's the first thing we do. That's why um, we make sure they are friends without disability. They understand them and they are uh, they are ready to support them. So that is one of the things we do to make sure they are happy at school. Yeah, we look at it uh, like, we, uh, for example, with the, our children with albinism. What we do, we are working with um, Bayer Referral Hospital. Um, so we are working close with the Dr. Kajuna, who is a link between us and the donors who are giving him like sunscreen and uh, uh, glasses for those children and uh, hats. So we are getting from him the sunscreen and then we are, we are giving children at school. We are getting from him the grasses and then we are giving uh, the child in, in schools. And if we, we, we have a need, so we consult him, like we, ha we need maybe 10 grasses for these children, we need this. So we normally work with uh, different people, this different party, make sure you get, children are getting what they want. Though it's not even in other side because Sometimes everything needs to, uh, it needs money. So sometimes it's not easy to get on time. Maybe you need to wait until um, the, the Dr. Kajuna gets it and then he's going to give it to us. Yeah, so we are working with different expertise. It's not easy to get on time, but at least we are getting in some, uh, some, 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 uh, some extent. Yeah, uh, yeah, there is some, so many. There are so many things that have been happening in Tanzania with children with albinism to build them, things like that. But our government have put a lot of effort in it. Um, like those cases have reduced a lot. And their needs have been taken serious like care with the government level and we have a minister with albinism now, minister with dealing with disability issues. So <clears throat> these things have been taken serious and uh, these children are getting um, access to education now. The, the, that fear of having a child with, this, with albinism at home, like anytime people they will come and get a child, it has reduced a bit. It has it has it has been reduced a lot because they are also um, they have security from government they have security from community because people they have been uh, like a lot of awareness have been going on awareness creation from TVs from radios people talking about it so I think now it's better comparing to like three years back. Uh, uh, the first thing I've learned, like my learning, 
um, I think I came to realize during this time when I was working in, in this field, when I started this organization and work with the children, work with people, I came to realize it's not that um, difficult to implement inclusive education in Tanzania. The only thing which I think the government is facing, like seeing it is very difficult maybe, is because um, maybe we were thinking like, in order to start implementing it, we need to take all our teachers in training and other things. When, when we started, like CST, when we started to implement it in local level, in uh, on the ground, like training teachers with our, our few resources we have, it, it looks like many teachers, they are ready to do it, but they, they didn't know how to do it. They are ready to children with disabilities, they are, they are ready to implement inclusive education in their schools, but they didn't have skills and knowledge on how they can teach these, these children. I see like it is possible to uh, inclusive education to be in practice in Tanzania if if uh, people like myself who have gone under these trainings will put effort in make sure, making sure we transfer knowledge to our, our fellow teachers in other schools. The things I learned and I I feel like it will work a lot if we put it serious and make sure we get more teachers trained. Another thing which is like a learning to me, I, I came to realize as much as I, I continue working with children, I get new ideas on how I can support these children. Um, myself, I, I didn't reach a very higher level of education maybe in, 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 children with, in working with children with disabilities. But if I tell you today, I have big experience. I think even more than a, more than a person who have maybe master's degree or something or doctorate in in this field, because every day I'm working with children, and every day my head is working to to be more creative on what can I do to support these children, what can I do to support a particular child to improve. So, uh, from my like working with children every day, I've learned like every day I'm getting new ideas, new experience, new knowledge about disability issues. So this is another thing and also I've learned in order to in order to, to, to make sure inclusive education is, is is practical and is achievable, like is um is practical and also is um successful. We need to work with all like we need to work with the child dialect, we need to work with the parent, we need to work with the government. Everything is, it depends on each other, like it, it, we, we are like, we are depending on each other. Uh, without a child, any child, because inclusive education, we're talking about all children, not only a child with disability. So without a child, inclusive education is not, is not, is not possible. We need every child to participate in making sure inclusive education is possible. But also, uh, we need to work with parents and community at the same time. Yeah, there can be barriers. And as well as we need to work close with governments. Like everybody is very important in making sure inclusive education is, is uh, successful. Noela, when she's not at CSC, when she's not, uh, She's not a delegate of CST, I can say. At home, Noelle, she's a mother of four children. 
and she's a wife to Gabriel Shaw. Yeah, and she's um she's this person who is really charming. I'm, I'm talkative. I like to talk to so many to everyone, like I'm so friendly. I'm easy to make a friendship with people. Um I'm a person who is, is so polite. Yeah, I'm I'm so polite, but yeah, I'm very charming. <laughs> I don't know how I should say more about myself. Yeah, I think what makes help me to manage it is um when when I'm uh, when when I'm at CST, I'm I'm really CST uh, worker or director or employee. I'm putting all my efforts to make sure CSC is moving when I'm at school, when I'm in my work. And when I'm at home, I'm really a mother and wife. I do I do my work as a mother. I, I, I wake up in the morning, do my my household things. Like like the way mothers do, I prepare tea for breakfast for my children. I can cook lunch, I can clean my house, I can wash, I can do everything as a mother at home. And at CST, I work as dedicated person to CST to make sure I'm I'm, I'm moving CST to from one level to another. But also sometimes it's very difficult for myself also to manage because I can be at home. It it's not easy. Sometimes it's not easy to like to say this is work, this is home. Yeah, sorry, late. Sometimes I I I can't manage to like to see maybe a child that CST is suffering and I'm home. It's easy for me to say, like, okay, let me just take care of the child first. So sometimes things are messed up. I can't, I can't say, like, now I'm home. I can't do anything for my work or something like that. When I'm at home and um, I'm called maybe with a parent, a child is sick, I can just easily leave what I'm doing at home and go and work on that child. To me, children... Uh, the children I'm working with, all of them, like I feel like it's my children. I told you, I think I remember I told you, the day I was opening CST, what I asked God, I kneeled down and I asked God, please God help me to take care of these children like my own children. So that is making my work easy because all the time I don't feel bad for me to like when I'm at home, and then I, I have to make sure I go and, and and help the child. So it makes me happy to do what to do what makes the child happy. So thank you, Marianne. Thank you so much, and I really appreciate because um, where I started CSC and where you chipped in is what CSC is now. So I really appreciate that. Uh, to you personally, but to you as uh, the little of Able Child Africa that time, uh, yeah, you you have made CST um, what it what it is today, and um, yeah, and I would just like also to thank um, many people who have been working with us to to make sure CST is going. Pepsi, they are giving us food for our children every month, so. Uh, it makes also our work to fundraise for food easy. I really thank them. Able Child Africa, they are still in partnership with us. Uh, there are so many different stakeholders. Comic Relief, they are now chipping in to make sure inclusive education is going. And uh, yeah, 
but also I want to, uh, to I want to tell you we are soon going to build our own school. So I believe I'll be supporting many children more than the number I have now. Yeah, thank you so much. And our theme tune over and over was written and performed by Eleanor Brown, who you can find at eleanorbrownmusic.com. <laughs>